This is Guitar Talk. To me, it just seems like there are endless possibilities. One of the things I like to find out, you know, how people got influenced into playing the guitar because stories are so unique. The trick is not to feel pressure to conform. If you know anything about Joel, he's been around the block. He's probably one of the most sought-after guitar players. How would you create that song? How would you turn that song into your song? There's not a guitar player on this planet that I personally don't follow closer. It's not something that you see too often. I only know a few players that do it. Now, from the home of the blues, Chicago, Illinois, welcome to Guitar Talk with your host, Jimmy Warren. All right, everybody, Jimmy Warren here. Welcome to Guitar Talk. It is an absolute pleasure to be with you today talking, uh, you know, talking guitar, man. That's what we do, right? That's that's what it's all about. We've got a great guest today. Before we get into that, of course, I got to let you know that the show is brought to you by Charlie and John Strings. They're hand wound, handmade right here in the United States. You can get the strings at charlieandjohns.com. You can also get them at Amazon, or you can save ten percent and get them at the Guitar Talk official shop. That's right. I absolutely love the strings. I use them myself, um, you know, switched from a major brand to Charlie and John's after 32 years of playing. So that's got to tell you something. They're, uh, they're great, great, great strings. So we're also brought to you by guitarsforvets.org, an organization that helps veterans with PTSD through the gift of guitar and music and through that therapy. Uh, this is uh, an organization that's near and dear to my heart because there's two things that I'm passionate about, the guitar and veterans. Um, and so if you want to find out how you can help today, just go to guitarsforvets.org or, you know what, email me at info at guitartalkofficial.com, you know, and uh, I'll put you in touch with whoever you need to be in touch with in order to do whatever it is you need to do to help that cause or become a part of that cause. So there we go. Now, uh, you know, it was when I was in uh, out of high school, I was in the Navy. I was really, really super young. I don't think I was 21 yet. And uh, Quiet Riot came out with, you know, the album that had, uh, you know, Come On, Feel the Noise, you know, we're not going to take it. No, that's a different song. <laughs> anyway, you know, it was a huge hit. They had they had such success and they had such great players, you know, in their in their band, you know, everybody from originally Randy Rhodes to Rudy Cesaro and so on. And at one point in time, Kevin, uh, the lead singer before his passing, uh, brought Alex Grassi a guitarist onto the scene to play for Quiet Riot. And so today, Alex is my guest. Uh, he's also in another band called Hookers and Blow. Yeah, that's the name of the band, Hookers and Blow. And uh, they've got an album that just came out. Now, they're a cover band. It's it's really cool. I mean, they've got members from Quiet Riot and uh, Guns N' Roses and stuff like that that are part of this band. They're all from other bands. And all they do is cover music. And they do it really, really well. It's actually really cool. 
So today, Alex is my guest. Uh, you're going to enjoy this. So do yourself a favor. Sit down. Make sure you have a nice, cool beverage. Put your feet up and enjoy this conversation with Alex Grassi from Quiet Riot right here on Guitar Talk. Hello. How you doing? Good, good. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you just fine. Alex. All right, great. Yeah. Are you, are you in California? Uh, Las Vegas. Las Vegas. Las Vegas. Yeah. Close. Are you guys open or are you guys closed down? Uh, we're open right now, but it could change any day now, you know, because you know, California is starting to close down again. So we usually do what California does. So <laughs> looks like we might close down again. Well, you better stop doing that. You know what California? Well, is. if we don't, if we, if we keep it, if we keep doing it, we'll be we'll be Barstow with the stadium. Yeah. Wow. Wow. So you know what, man? I tell you what, it's an absolute pleasure to get you know to me and to have you on the show and uh, talk about the album and your guitars and uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Thanks for having me, man. Thank yeah. you. So so let let me find out a little inspiration behind the new album uh now is is hookers and blues blow was it set out to be a cover band are you guys yeah like we've this? always we've always been a cup we've always been a cover band we've never done original yeah. stuff at all yeah so how do you decide what you do you just do what you love yeah whatever we feel like i mean it's just made mainly for fun you know yeah just to get get to blow off some steam after our day gigs <laughs> <laughs> and so the day gig you're still playing with quiet riot right oh yeah full steam ahead yeah we got a show but we had two shows last weekend got shows this weekend Yep, living out of a suitcase again. Wow. Well, that that's got to feel good though. I mean, how long has it been? It's been forever. Yeah, yeah, it was a long time, a year and a half. We we did a couple shows peppered in during the pandemic, but for the most part, everything was shut down. Yeah, yeah. Let me ask you, man. You know, and I I hope this comes across okay. A lot of guys, man, when they get to a certain level, it's just like shit just seems to fall into place. You know what I mean? What I mean by that is, is, uh, okay, you know, you're in Guns N' Roses, you're in Quiet Riot, or you're in Deep Purple, or whatever a band it is. It just seems like that so so much crap just seems to happen just out of, like, osmosis. You know what I mean? It's like the bass player over here wants to play with the guitar player over here. Well, yeah, because you become, become you, you're part of a little circle at that point, and it's a small yeah. circle, and, you know, it's, yeah. It's a lot of it's a lot of what who it's not what you know it's who you know and once you get to that point yeah you can you know yeah. you're you can sit at the big kids table if you will I guess <laughs> but how does that happen I mean was it just somebody calls you up one day and says hey you know I want to do something different you want to do it with me and uh, it, it happens it, it's all usually or usually usually these types of things are organic they come from jamming together or just meeting you know hanging out at a, at backstage after a show that you're both on and you know it's all yeah. networking you know yeah yeah. Well, you know, the hookers and blow thing, I think is really cool. You know, I love it when Thank you. I, I do love it when uh, known artists play other people's stuff. You know, I really do. I think it's a, a huge tribute, you know, uh, I, you know, I'm a huge Paul Gilbert fan. You probably are too. Yeah. When, yeah. Great. When Paul Gilbert came out with an album called stone man pushing uphill where he did like his favorite 10, you know, rock and roll songs over the years, I thought that's kind of cool. And so, you know, to have a band like yourself, you know, paying dedication to the songs that you yeah. grew up in loving it, I think that's cool. And people probably, yeah. do they take it well or do they go, hey? Oh, they love it. We've been doing it for, and look, we've been here for 18 years. So we're doing something right, you know? <laughs> Hookers and people, people have fun because we're, we're having fun on stage. I think people 
can see that on our faces and it's infectious, you know, yeah. they can, they can pick up on the energy for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So, so let, let me ask you this though. Uh, are, are you classically trained, musically trained? Did you go to GIT or Berkeley or? I went to, I went to Berkeley for a little while. And then like most guys dropped out when I got a real gig to go on tour with a major label. <laughs> um, so I think if you actually graduate from Berkeley, you fail the music industry. <laughs> someone will, the good guys get plucked out soon, plucked out early. Um, uh, yeah, I, 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 I'm, I'm very trained, but, um, I was never, I never set out to be a musician, um, per se. It was more like, I wanted to be like Slash or CC DeVille. I wanted to be a rock star, you know? Right. Um, so yeah, I, 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 I think it's definitely going to college to learn how to be a rock star is kind of an oxymoron because the guy teaching that class if he really knows how to be a rock star, why is he teaching college? You know, right? right. So. Why is he not a rock star? Yeah, why? Why is he? Why is he talking to me? Why is he out? You know, in, uh, private jet somewhere? Okay, but you're a guitar player, you know, and you've been playing guitar for a really long time. Do you love playing the guitar? Absolutely, yeah, yeah. yeah. You have to love it to go through. I mean, the traveling and you know, it's it's not all glitz and glamour like people think. You yeah. know, you have to really love doing it to to continue to do it, especially in this day and age when, you know, you know, with record sales dwindling and whatnot. Yeah. You got to really love it. And I do. So I feel like I never have to go to work. Yeah. So have your influences always been in, in rock or do you have influences in other, other areas? Uh, like yeah, no, mainly just rock, you know, I mean, yeah. I grew up on the classics and I'm, I still listen to them, you know, yeah. I'm not, I don't have a big CD collection. I don't even, you know, barely listen to music that much. I'm just really into just performing and writing my own stuff and, you know, um yeah no i'm not much of a muso like as a lot of these other guys are yeah now did you did you have the guitar in your hands all the time when you were yeah that i did growing up in high school yeah i used to bring it to study hall detention everything yeah <laughs> you say detention. mostly det mostly detention <laughs> <laughs> good for you man good for you so let me ask you this then what do you think are, uh, are maybe a couple of things that you did during those formative days that helped make you become the player that you are today um, well, I always tried to play with people that were a lot better than me and older than me and more experienced so you can learn. I never wanted to be the best guy in the room. I wanted to be the worst guy in the room mm -hmm. so I could learn how to play better. You know, if you're surrounded by guys that are a couple of steps below you, you're never going to you know, improve. You know, you want to play with guys that are more seasoned and you're going to learn not just about the musical end of it, but the professional end of it as well. You know, yeah, that's that's, that's the best advice I can give anybody is surround yourself with people that are better than you you'll get better that's a that's that's great advice actually you know it's really good advice yeah yeah so so you carry that with you you know your, your career you know i guess in that and so uh you know over the years of of playing guitar have you do you sly away from spending time with it apart from performing and rehearsing in studio no time? i mean it, it depends on what's going it, it, no i i i, some, I mean i'm always i'm always sitting around plucking on one you know writing recording you know now that we now with the with the advent of home studios you can do that you know you can finish a whole song in one night by yourself if you have the idea if you have should the inspiration hit you you know right well in the fact that we've all been locked down for that yeah we that forced a lot of us to do that yeah we should we should come out of the gates you know pretty hot and heavy huh that's the idea so so do you play better today than you did a year ago uh, about the same probably 
okay. you know, At it's hard to tell. Honest. I mean, it, it, I, I don't know what to find better, you know, right, yeah, I, I don't know, know you know, it's subjective. Yeah. It's, 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 it's art, you know, it's like, you know, I don't, I don't, I don't go back and watch my YouTubes over and over again and go, Oh, I missed the note there. You know what? It, it was that, that was, that was the way I played that song that night at that time. And that's part of history. And like, I'm looking forward, you know? Right. Now, when it comes to the songs since you're doing, you know, you're doing covers of other people's songs, are you trying to do them as close as you possibly can? Or are you guys just doing your interpretation? Of We're it? just doing the way we, we feel like doing it. You know, yeah. I mean, we try to be true to the arrangement and whatnot, but for the most part, we add our little flair on it to it, you know, especially with Dizzy, we have a lot more options adding keyboards and loops and stuff to, to songs that definitely didn't have it before. So it's cool. It's a cool situation. Right. Now, when you get, when you get out live, whether it's with, whether it's with Quiet Riot or any band whatsoever, do you try to stay close again, you know, to what you guys recorded or do you give, you know, a live version of. I, it's a kind of a mishmash because you're taking recordings that have multiple guitars and playing them with one guy. So yeah. you pick the most prominent parts and pay attention to those, you know. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. That makes sense. Do you, do you like the, the atmosphere though of, you know, having the freedom to, you know, kind of be free on stage and just play your own live interpretation of it or do you like you know following the you know the confined i like i mean like for example with quiet riot i mean carlos's solos are so uh signature and and known and he was such a great player very underrated i like to stay true to that i mean mm -hmm. metal health sold like 10 million copies why would i want to change that you know right. who am i <laughs> you know i'm just paying tribute to the to the you know you know, pay, doing doing my best to you know pay homage to the guy that came before me and play it for the play it the fans the way the fans remembered on the record. You know, yeah, you know? yeah. So so with the the band uh, Hookers and Blow, I mean the lineup has changed over the years, correct? Oh yeah, we've had a bunch of different players. I mean, I every every guy, including myself and Dizzy, has been replaced at one point. Yeah, and yeah. And, and so do do you? So, and select the people that are going to be a part of uh, Diz, Dizzy and I own, own the trademark on it and we kind of we're we kind of settled on Johnny Kelly on drums and Mike Duda on bass they've been with us for for a long time now yeah they're our guys yeah now I did notice uh when watching some of the the previews and stuff that they sent me the little video with Charlie Sheen now I gotta <laughs> I gotta I gotta know did you I'm, I'm guessing you invited him to a show at some point right that, yeah, that was actually done through a friend of a friend. It was kind of a favor. And um, ah. yeah, no, it, it came out great. I mean, you know, he was so happy to do it. You could tell. Right. But uh, of course, yeah, he's, he's oh, Charlie's got an open invitation 24 7, 365. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just funny because he just plays into the character, you know, that he was for so long. Yeah. yeah it's pretty cool. So, uh, well, he, so he owns it. He's not trying to be fake. I mean, he's the real deal, you know? Yeah. I respect that a lot more than guys that try to sweep it under the carpet, you know? Oh, most definitely. Most definitely. So you're right now, are you, are you still endorsed by uh, Paul Reed Smith? Is oh, that, yeah. Yep. I'll never partner? play anything else. Been with him since 1997. Yeah, I know you've been with him for quite a long time. And are you still using their amps as well, guitars and amps? Uh, what, you know, whenever I can, yeah. Usually when we fly in, I use just whatever, like a couple Marshall stacks. And I have a preamp that I use into that. But in the studio, I use the Archon 50 PRS amp and a custom 24. Yeah, yeah. The custom is the black and white one, correct? Yes, absolutely, yeah. 
Right. Now, what's special about that guitar? I mean, uh, what kind not, of... No, it's, it's straight off the wall. I mean, other than the fact that it's straight black black and white, like Kevin's mic stand, oh, really? it's just a custom 24 stock. I love I love everything about those guitars. I don't change anything. Wow. That's 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 incredible. That's incredible. Yep. Now, do you plug straight into the amp? Do you got... Uh, uh, no, I mean, I use a couple, you know, chorus, delay, tuner, wah, but no, yeah, I don't have a big rack of effects or a Kemper or anything. I mean, pretty like to keep pretty basic, you know? I mean, if you need more than five pedals to emulate the songs on Metal Health, you got a problem. I mean, it's, it's guitar. It's less Paul and Marshall, you know? <laughs> yeah, that's funny. That's funny. Yeah, well, you know, so many different, so many guys have switched over and they've started using Kemper and, you know. Well, yeah, I mean, I, I think, I mean, I've never, that's not my thing. I mean, again, you're, you, you need 80, you need 30,000 sounds to play 40 minutes of, of hard rock. I mean, yeah. I don't know. It's not, not. It's not for me. I like. I like to push air through a tube amp, and, you know. But nothing wrong with that. You know, whatever works for you. You know, I, people always say, "What do you think is the best amp?" I go, "Well, I don't know what the best amp is. I know what the best amp is for me right now." Right. Um. I don't believe there's any best. I believe there's what works for you. you yeah. Know? It's also subjective. Yeah. You know, as as somebody like myself that hosts, you know, this kind of show and do lots of gear demos and. People are always asking me, you know, what's the best overdrive? What's the best amp? What's the best? Well, let me give you, let me give you an example of, of a show. About two years ago, I did a show, five band bill. Every single guitar player on the show was on a Kemper, except for me. I had 200 watt Marshall, 800s and 900s or whatever. And after the show, the front of house guy came in to the dressing room and he goes, I couldn't hear, I couldn't see who was playing through what, but whoever was playing in Quiet Riot, man, they had the toenail, the Marshall tone. I go, well, that's because I was actually playing through a Marshall. <laughs> now with a Kemper, it's like, dude, you got to hear my Kemper sounds just like a Marshall. It's like, but why don't you just plug into a Marshall then? Yeah. You know, yeah. it's like these go to eleven. It's like, well, Marshall <laughs> just make ten louder, but these go to eleven. It's like, right. you got a wall of Marshalls. Why don't you just plug into the wall of Marshalls? But right. that's me. That's right. me. No, I, I personally I, don't know, nor do I really care what anybody else plays. Yeah, I, <laughs> you I, know. I know that you can take and uh, play your rig into the Kemper. You know what I mean. So it emulates. Yeah, yeah, but that's but just I one still... more thing to bring. To, that's just one more thing to bring to the airport. You know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's just not the same. It's not the same. Like you said, pushing air. There's nothing. And also, and also, certain. You know, I like. I mean, I get all my tone out of my pedal, my pedals, and and the strings and the guitars. The Marshall is just basically powering the whole thing. You know, it's yeah. not like. You know, I, I do get it where these guys have to have, have, to have, have to have to have a certain sound, but I like to be, I can get my, get what I need out of what's there for what we asked for on the rider, you know? Yeah. So. Yeah. Well, that makes sense. And you do the same thing I'm taking in the studio, right? In the studio, I didn't even, I used all the PRS plugins. Yeah. Uh, oh. The Archon plugins. I didn't, I didn't use, I didn't use one live amp in the studio at all. All, yeah. all straight into the board. Yeah. Yeah. Once no. again, that's, that's something that's getting to be pretty common. Yeah, you. I mean, if you listen to the record, they sound those sound like real amps to me. Yeah, yeah. You know? Oh, mo most definitely, most definitely. So, uh, so how is the album doing for you? I know that it's. Uh, it just. I mean, we just came out a couple of days ago. We'll have to yeah. wait a couple of weeks to find out. But it's been, you know, a lot of traffic to Spotify and the website and whatnot. So, yeah, yeah I'm psyched. You guys getting ready to tour the album? Not really, no. We're gonna do a couple yeah. shows in December, but GNR is very busy as is Quiet Riot. So, yeah. So you just fill in whenever you can. Huh? Whenever our schedules permit, we do it. Yeah, but it's basically that. 
it's really you know it's whatever we whatever the, the universe lines us up together we can go out and play yeah that's cool that's cool now what about you said quite right when's your next show uh this weekend we're playing a show in wilmington ohio with yeah. uh it's us headlining with winger and uh autograph and the bullet boys i believe and it's a big outdoor thing and should be fun so you guys it's got called rock the block in wilmington so you guys got a steady uh steady line of gigs coming up then oh yeah we yeah, working almost every weekend yeah yeah i think i think your is your agent sullivan big no all right no our agent's mark hyman from ashley talent oh, international okay, okay okay no all right because I, I thought i thought i saw sullivan was doing yours okay. no he's gonna do it quite right yeah uh, i work with him on some stuff as an agent right. but I, that's it yeah yeah well i figured you guys would be getting pretty busy here coming up yeah a oh lot, yeah definitely. a lot of things are starting to open up in that in that so do you have plans i know the album's just getting ready to release but are you guys thinking down the road another quiet riot album you know, we're working on it we're actually working on one right now we just released the first single we didn't release it we just debuted uh, you know a mix of it on rudy sarzo's podcast called six degrees of sarzo last week mm-hmm. or maybe it was two weeks ago um you can google it you can find it um it's called rock and peace and rudy actually played bass on it along with frankie on drums and uh myself on guitar and jizzy on vocals and it uh it's kind of a tribute to frankie and um it's going to be on the new album along with a bunch of other cool stuff that we're working on and frankie frankie is the drummer he left behind a lot of drum tracks to work with so you know we're working with those right now yeah that's really cool that's really cool yeah you know that you're paying tribute like that and uh well i mean it's it's just pay it's just keep continuing the legacy you know i mean it's yeah it's carrying on the torch you know that's what he asked us to do and that's what we're doing you know i was just thinking i saw uh i saw quiet riot I think it was, I want to say 1982. I think it was. With, I would have been five. <laughs> I think it was with Billy Idol, if I'm correct. Okay. You know, is yeah, it's the first time I, I saw Quite Right. Yeah. Wow. That's so long ago, man. Five. Oh, my God. I, yeah, I was born in 1976. So, yeah. Oh, dude. Something like that. Yeah. Five or six. Yeah. No, no, I really feel old that so well man i tell you what i appreciate you hopping on. i really appreciate you having me on man thank you thanks you know? thanks for uh i like talking guitar i never get to do it you know it's always what's the latest gossip with this and this and this You're, you know it's nice to hear about you know like to talk guitar and i believe the show is called guitar talking talk. guitar <laughs> it's yeah guitar talk i'm sorry yeah. it, it's funny yeah. i i was uh i was talking to miles kennedy a while back and we were talking about his new album and and i and i and i I kept, you know, hearing him talk about, you know, his Fender Telecaster. And so we just stopped talking about the album and just started talking about the guitar. And I come to learn that, you know, he really, really loves the guitar. He really, really loves to play guitar. And so I think it's so cool to be able to talk to guys like that. Some guys want to pop on and they want to talk about their albums and their tours. And that's cool. But I appreciate it, you know, when somebody's willing to talk about their rig and what's going on there. So thanks a lot, Alex. I appreciate Absolutely. it. Absolutely. Yeah. And if, 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 just if you're keeping notes, I use a PRS custom 24 into a, I use a more firefly M O O E R little uh-huh. mini pedals. Yeah. Chorus delay tuner and Ottawa. And that's it. And they're wireless and plug into two Marshall stacks, put everything on five and go for it. <laughs> that's it. That's it. That's, that's, that's the road yeah. home right there. Yeah. You can't st- make that sound good hang it up. <laughs> you know? Sounds good, man. I appreciate it so much. You take care, all right?
You too as well. Have a good one, buddy. All right, there you go. That was Alex uh, Grassi from Quiet Riot and also from the band Hookers and Blow. I want to thank Alex for participating in this episode. You can find out what's going on with him by going to either band website, Quiet Riot or Hookers and Blow, or you go to alexgrassi.com. In that, uh, make sure you check out the new album by Hookers and Blow. And uh, of course, you know, when either band is coming to your town, you want to make sure that you're going to check them out. Now, something else to check out the shop on guitartalkofficial.com. Yeah, there's a new store on there. We have guitar strings from Charlie and John's, as I mentioned in the opening of the show. Uh, we've got some um, boutique. Uh, overdrive pedals that I'm very fond of by Vex Audio, the Blue Bear and the Red Bear overdrives. Um, we have a variety of, you know, uh, apparel for Guitar Talk, T-shirts, sweatshirts, hoodies, things like that, coffee mugs, all kinds of stuff. So, you know, there's all kinds of stuff being added to it all the time. So uh, go there and, you know, do yourself a favor. You know, stock up for, for Christmas and support the cause and everything you do, everything you purchase, you know, goes to help uh, keep this show, you know, rolling forward. Okay. Next week, my guest is Denny Jehosa. He's a jazz guitarist endorsed by Paul Reed Smith out of Nashville, Tennessee. An amazing, I mean, flat out amazing player. You're going to enjoy this quite a bit. So make sure you tune in next Wednesday at 3 p.m. Right here, same time, you know, same bat time, same bat channel, right? Until then, I'll see you next week right here on Guitar Talk. Take care, y'all.